Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. Again, so far for 2023, you're batting a thousand. Yeah, this one was close today. This one was close. Yeah. But we're pulling it off. I'm here for you. We are pulling it off. Because today, Jeff, today, we find out what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Show you with the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? Today, we're cracking open. The January My Monthly Cigars box. The first box of 2023. By the way, I want to point out I'm really happy that we have our separate boxes because I hate sharing a box with you. It's always awkward. It is. I mean, it just gets sloppy. Anyway. For the second. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and crack open the box. (laughs) Let's see what's in there. Uh, We're starting off the show early, huh? That's how this is going. Yeah. It's going to be one of those That's how this goes. Okay. All right. Oh, we have a little bag with a boba to seal a friend. Now, look at this. Look at this fancy bit of literature okay. in the box, Jeffrey. <clears throat> look at this. I'm struggling with my no, boba no, no. to seal. Oh, God. There's cards everywhere. There are. But look at this. Look at that. Parishioners, if you could see on the YouTube, I think I'm doing that. I think it's not reflecting poorly. Um, He has a card in there. Announcing the parishioners top ten of twenty twenty two. That's Search awesome. Search for cigar parishioners on Facebook. Join the group and see the list. He's promoting the parishioners Rock group on, on Facebook and your top ten list, guys. This is awesome. Thank you, Nick. That's a very, very nice addition to the January box. So, did you see this card he's got in here promoting the parishioners top ten cigars of the year? We literally just talked about that. It says search for cigar pulpit parishioners on Facebook. We literally, literally group. just talked about that exact card. I, I really should pay attention. Anyway. All right. Well, we also have the other card <laughs> that features 2023 on it, and it is the card that has the cigars that are in the box. By the way, this is box 44 for those of you keeping score at home. Okay. So, um, want to get going with the, uh, yeah, with the list of what's in the box? <laughs> Did you notice I, I prominent product placement here? Yeah, well, barely, because when you set up the camera, you you cut off the coffee table. Okay, that's the problem. Is if the coffee table's lined up, the wall this wall's not true. There's no way. It's true because we're lined up with the wall, and now the coffee table's off. I was gonna say you and I look like we're slanted this way. Yeah, so, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, this wall <laughs> is not constructed true. Yeah. in the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooters. Top where we, shooter. Where, where we got here first thing in the morning, and when we walked in, like right when they opened, we just got all the looks. <laughs> it was just all the. looks. It was one of those. It like, was like, it why was like, are you here? Really, you guys are gonna stink up the patio with cigars. <laughs> Right at the beginning of the day. <laughs> it really I, was, too. It, it was just like that. All yeah. the looks. I mean, yeah. they love us, but all the... Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. moving on to the card. <laughs> but we're we gonna, love them. We're going to figure out figure out what's in the box. <laughs> I like that one, too. So, yeah. So, first thing, we Thank have... Thank God they don't watch this. I know, right? <laughs> we have the Romeo He Julieta Real Twisted. It's the uh, new Romeo He Julieta. It's the lo- it's the love story size, four point three by forty six. Does that mean it's been in the pool? 
Um, sure. You know what? I was actually just talking about that joke with Joe Mama last night at Riverman. Actually, <laughs> I was in the pool. Uh-huh. I was in the pool. Uh-huh. He he walked up front. We had the door propped open for some ventilation, and it was cold up by the register. And he walks up and he goes, "It's cold up here." And I said, "Now, Joe, you can't use that for an excuse, you know." And he just looked at me and I said. It's like Jeff always says, I was in the pool. And I'm like, it's not a valid excuse. And he's just like, it's, what a, you? it's a totally valid excuse. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's okay, Joe. It's okay. No, it's a totally <laughs> valid. It shrinks like a frightened turtle. I mean, Thank you, Seinfeld. Anyway, uh, it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut and <clears throat> Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. It is a barber pole. Um, it has Nicaraguan binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Okay. Then next up. We have the, wait. Which one are you doing? Wait, I'm going to go in order. Oh, okay. We have the Alec Bradley. It's the Reserve Nicaragua. It is the Alec Bradley Reserve Nicaraguan. It is a Toro 6x50 featuring a Nicaraguan wrapper, unknown or non-existent binder, and hunter and filler. Okay. Next up, we have the La Aurora Perfectoso, perfectos, pre, pre, preferidos, preferidos, La Aurora, yes, cigar, preferidos. It is uh, a sapphire Toro, five point five by fifty four, featuring a Connecticut wrapper, Dominican binder, and Dominican and Brazilian filler, and it is aged in oak casks. Ooh, I like an oak cask aged cigar. It's oak cask. And next up, we have the Don Rafael. It's the Don Rafael Maduro. It is a number 77 Toro, which basically means it's a 6x54 Toro. It features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Dominican binder, and Dominican filler. It's by Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we have in the box. Well, what do you so want to smoke? I, I, I'm leaving that up to you. What do you want to smoke? Nick was telling me that the La Aurora is really good. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, I would hope he would like all of them if they were it's in It's a medium box. to full Connecticut. That's different. It is different. I um, say we try that. Do you want to try that? I'm all in. Okay. It was out of the barber pole, but it'll be like a 20-minute show. Well, yeah. I mean, but I. with that said, I know you are on a bit of a time limit. I am. So- so um, at some point, I'm just going to get up and walk out and well, that's, let you finish the show. It would be, I mean, preferable to just finish the show instead of that happening. But whatever. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you, you know, know, what, whichever way it goes, I would, I would hope we just get let me get mine out of the cellophane. I'm going to have to do the same after I track mine down. That's done right there. There it is. La Aurora. La Aurora. San Francisco. Oh wait, that's Riceroni. <laughs> <laughs> they moved to Miami. I don't know if you knew that. Riceroni? Yeah. Well, it's not a San Francisco treat anymore. It's something about Mary. Oh, he's down there visiting or making his you know play with the Riceroni people all the time or all along. What the hell are you talking? I don't. I don't know the. I'm not getting that reference. I'm sorry. Something about Mary. Got it. I'm sure it's something about Mary, but I'm not Have you ever seen it? it? Yes, I've seen it mo- so, lots of okay. times. Lots and lots and so lots you of got, times. So you got the, just... the like investigator guy. Yeah. And he goes down to try to find Mary. Okay. And. But I don't know what that has to do with Rice Then he tells Ben Stiller that he quit his job because he falls in love with Mary. 
Yeah. So he quits his job and he's moving to Miami. And he tells Ben Stiller he's he took a job with Rice Aroni in Miami. And Ben Stiller says, "Wait, isn't that the San Francisco treat?" And he goes, "Well, it used to be or something." Okay. All right. All <laughs> That's right. where that all, all right. comes from. Okay. All right. <clears throat> all right. So it's we... also a sumo culture. Pay by the pound there. All right. So we have the La Aurora. <laughs> Random quotes from something about Mary. Pre- by the way, have you seen my baseball? Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> how did the how did the Frank get above or beans the beans get above, get above the Frank? Frank? I don't know. It wasn't a well thought out plan. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we've expressed our love for a late nineties, you know, Ben Stiller comedy. Oh, you couldn't make it, it late, today. Late nineties, early nineties. When when did Boy, that come out? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But it's you couldn't make it today. No, you probably there's a lot in there you couldn't make today. Frank beans. Yeah. 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 And the baseball. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and prep to cut the cigar? The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And here's the thing about Dan the Man Ponder. You never know what you're going to get. No, you don't. At Riverman Cigar Company. Because just last evening. Just, Sometimes. Just last evening. You might get serenaded. Just last evening. I'm sitting at home. All right. It's 615. I'm sitting at home. And I get a, tes- a text message from Cindy. That says, hey, we're having an impromptu concert up here in like an hour. And I'm like, holy shit. So I throw on my shoes. I go up there. And Jeremy Ober of the band. I Hang on. I know this information. I know this information. Jeremy Ober. Cindy? Yeah. I, I didn't get a text. Um, he uh, where where is he? Didn't text me. Where is this information? Hang on, I have this information. Um, Jeremy Ober, he is of the I, band. I would have liked to have come, Cindy. Um, to see the concert. Something Republic, New uh, Republic? No, it's not New Republic. Um, boy, I'm just shanking this, aren't I? <laughs> you really I, I'm are. Just kind of shanking this. Brutal, brutal Republic. They're out of Iowa. Yeah. He's part of the... Oh, man. I love those guys. He's part of the Iowa... Why didn't you tell me that last night? Music Hall of Fame. I, God. I did tell... Damn it all I, to hell. I did tell you about this. No, when, you when didn't tell me who he was with. You just said some guy's going to be singing. Anyway, the... God. Boy, bless it. Anyway, they... I don't know who they are. He's very bluesy. I and love so the blues. If you go to my Instagram, if you go to the Cigar Pulpit Instagram, I put up some videos from last night's, you know, um, event. But Jeremy's in town. He's playing the Blue Strawberry in. Oh, well, that would be our show intro again. Um, he's playing the Blue Strawberry. Uh, in you think Saint- we needed to start over? No, I um, shanked it. Uh, yeah, I, I hit a button. Uh, playing the Blue Strawberry here in St. Louis, and the fuck is the Blue Strawberry? A, Why do I not know any bar. of these things? Don't worry about it. The point <clears throat> is, Jeremy's been popping into Riverman because he's a cigar guy, and he's been hanging out at Riverman. And so Dan talked to him and was like, "Hey, man, you know, would you be interested in playing some, doing an impromptu?" Wait, we're concert? still doing the ad. Yes, you okay. Started, you, we're shanking this, but we're doing it. But the point is, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, oh Missouri. But the point is, Dan set up a concert for everybody. Um, last night and we, you know, did the best he could to let everybody know, uh, you know, I didn't get a text. Dear God, Jeff, dear God, I oh, told you about it. I had literally told you about it. I called you. I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm you didn't tell me he was with the rainbow assassins or whoever he's with. 
Broken Republic. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that. whatever. Any, I, it took me a minute to have to remember. Um, but the point... <laughs> Rainbow Assassins. Whatever. That would be a great band name. The point is, you don't know what you're going to get, because Dan set up this thing up, and it was a wonderful night. He played for like two and a half hours. He was taking requests. He was playing original stuff. I mean, he was... Well, how would you know what his original stuff is to request? Well, he played the original stuff, and then he took requests. Hmm. But wouldn't it be nice if somebody requested his original stuff? I mean, and he... I mean, that would make him feel right at home. It it would, but we didn't know it. But anyway, um... But, I mean, he was even, like, figuring out songs on the fly. Like, somebody asked for, um... Uh... Uh... Eric Clapton, um... You Look Wonderful Tonight? Yeah. And he was, like, I'm trying to remember all the words. And, like, he fucking nailed it. Just, like, you know... That's awesome. And, and it was great. The point is, it was a wonderful time. You don't know what you're going to get, so you got to be a part of, you know, the social media. You got to keep a track. But this is also why you want a good relationship with your brick and mortar shop. Are we still doing the ad? Yes. Okay. We are still doing the ad. Anyway, whatever. It was a great Dan the Man Ponder. Dan the Man Ponder. It was a great time. Have great cigars. I think he even carries some La Aurora. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I know. I bought some. Yeah, exactly. So you can get La Aurora there, you know, as well. So anyway. Uh, he does mail order. Give him a call. He'll he'll ship cigars to you. Um, Jeff's speeding me along. Oh my God! It's time so, to cut. All right. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and cut the cigar. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dan. I swear, it seemed like a good idea at the time, and then I just just kept and then going. not, and then I just kept going. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> just 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 shut up. Oh, why are you so bitter? You didn't contribute. <laughs> Not one bit. We didn't I hindered. Get, we didn't get an ashtray. Oh, no. There's literally one right there and one like right there. Like getting up. We'll use the box. The box. <laughs> yes. Let's use the cardboard box as our ashtray. That's a wonderful idea. I thought. I wonder if this will go over. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Well, while Jeff's doing that. Since we are doing the My Monthly Cigars box, why don't we hear a little bit more about what My Monthly Cigars is? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and... 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Thanks. 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 Okay. So, By the way, don't forget about fucking good coffee. Indeed. Cold draw time on La Aurora. Oh, shoot. I get toothpaste. Mm Mm-mm. No, that's the problem is I brushed my teeth before I came up here. I get toothpaste. You screwed up on this one. What is it? Corn pops. Is it really like cereal. the cereal? Yep. Damn it. It's the taste of corn pops. Try to clear the palate as much as I can with my It's teeth. really pronounced on the cold draw, too. Maybe a little little mix of hay in there. You might have put it in my head, but I'm getting it on the cold retro. I'm saying. Corn pops. As much as I hate to admit it. Yeah. Yep. Did you try the cold retro? That's cold what retro? I was going to say. It was a cold retro. Yep. Area. There you go. Yeah, so, okay. All right. I'm firing up my cigar here. So, Jeff, 
Well, that's really, it's, yeah, it's got like that cereal corn pop taste. Do you love corn pops? Corn my, pop was a bad dude. Corn pops are my, <laughs> not that corn pop. Corn pop cereal are probably my favorite cereal. Joe Biden had to threaten him with a chain. I heard about that. <laughs> Boy, this thing's not one to, fuck me. If you haven't heard the story, just Google it. I think that lighter's going bad. So that lighter so. right there, that would be the lighter that last time you and I recorded. If you remember, I used it, and then I gave it to you, and dude, the flame on it was just like intense, huge. You know? Yeah. And that's right. And I asked you. If you adjusted I got a piece the, of tobacco here that won't light. I asked you if you if you adjusted the wheel, and I did not. And you said no. And I thought you were just completely lying to me because I readjusted the no. wheel afterwards, and the flame was just fine. But what I've noticed since then, yeah, two other instances, one being just now, yeah, the flame will start just fine, and then it'll die down, and then all of a sudden it'll uh. just shoot huge, and just and so like. I don't know what's going on with that lighter, but I'm thinking that lighter might have. Uh, I want to have a doctor look into that. That lighter may have may have shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. No. Anyway, Carl. Mm. <laughs> right off the bat with the retro hail, give that a shot. It's a little peppery. It's there's some pepper to it. Yeah, it's a little peppery. Some pepper to it, right off the bat. So, all right, Jeff. I want to do something before we get too far in the show. I, I have told something. you I don't like you like that. No, I have cleared that. Okay. I want this for the record for everybody watching on the YouTubes and everything. What I have here in my hands. Good. You can't read it. Um, what I have here in my hands is Jeff. I'm not presenting you. You're 1099. My 1099. Three hard years of work. I'm going to put the thing over that so that in case people can read your address. That, you That's know. probably best. <laughs> Three hard years of work mm-hmm. for this 1099. How much is it? Well, it's handwritten because they don't. Uh, QuickBooks can't issue one that's under 600 bucks. So it's a handwritten 1099. But it's still a 1099. And see, the whole point, it was not about the money. You kept telling me it wasn't about the money. You kept telling me it was about the expenses. I mean, it's a little about the money. Yes, I get it. But it's not like I'm drawing a fucking 1099 from this. But the point is... It's your company. The point is, though, <laughs> that now you can do expenses. You yeah, kept, I didn't keep any of the receipts because well, I didn't think you were going to give me one. I literally told you. God we can pull, it. We can find the tape. We can pull up the tape. And I literally told you I was going to get you a 1099. And I later, and I even had you fill out the W nine form. Remember? I never expected you to follow through, but I did. I told yeah, you that there, my there it is. I told you my bookkeeper thought it was weird that you wanted a ten ninety nine for four hundred bucks. Well, I wanted one for more. <laughs> but the point is, you that's know, the part you keep glossing over. It's gonna be better this year because we brought on Villiger. Villiger. The Villiger. <laughs> I beat you to it. Um, anyway, the point is we brought on Villiger. So, like, it's going to be even better this year. Okay. And granted, I needed the billing. I did send Villiger their invoice. But Thank I you, Villiger. Anyway, the point is 
I have a 1099 for you. There's a piece of paper. That is Thank a you. piece of paper you've been asking for. Thank you. So now you can dig through the garbage and find all those receipts. How am I going to find You those? know there's at least a handful of them rolling around in the FJ probably. right now. That's probably valid. You could probably go in the FJ and pull together a bunch of receipts. You could probably go into the Jeep, assuming you can get through the ice that's on it, and get the receipts. The ice melted. Oh, good. Yeah. There you go. You can get some receipts there. Well, there you go. Probably plenty in a little pile next to the little, like, you know, pile of blankets you sleep on in the basement of your ex-wife's house. You know? So, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the point is, you could pull together some receipts if you needed to. We'll see. Anyway. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So, So, what do you got? You got nothing. No, I do. I have something. What do you got? Oh, what do I have? I have the news that's breaking the internet here on, what is this, January the 19th, 2023? (laughs) The story comes to you via the New York Post. Okay. Carol Baskin says dead husband was found alive, but no one noticed. What? The story reads, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, Carol Baskin claims her husband isn't dead after all. The Tiger King star's missing husband, Don Lewis, was reportedly found alive in Costa Rica, but the discovery is just now going viral over a year later. During a 2021 interview with ITV's This Morning talk show, Baskin revealed that her ex, who was declared legally dead in 2002 after disappearing a few years before, is actually alive and well. However, Baskin told the Post she was unaware of the alleged revelation uh, until the sequel was broadcast in November 2021. I was not aware of it until Tiger King 2 aired. Um, blah, blah, blah. Wait, so is this real or not? So, I mean, look, one of the exciting things came out of Tiger King 2 is they produced a letter from Homeland Security. It says a special agent in charge of the FBI at Homeland Security reached out to the sheriff's, uh, sheriff's detective Jorge Fernandez, which means that they this had to have happened after 2002 because Homeland Security wasn't even around until 2002, Baskin told the outlet at the time. They said that my husband, Don Lewis, is alive and well in Costa Rica, and yet all this drama has been made about me having something to do with his disappearance when Homeland Security has known where he is. Lewis died uh, or disappeared in 1997 at the age of 59, would be 84 if he's still alive today. The Post has reached out to Baskin, the Department of Homeland Security, and FBI for the comment. So we don't necessarily know that he's alive. She's saying this. We don't know that he's alive, but she's saying that there is a letter that came out of Tiger King 2 where Homeland Security reached out to um, the sheriff's detective, Jorge Fernandez, and that basically saying that they found, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Don Lewis. Okay. So, so yeah, that bitch Carol Baskin may not have killed her husband. Well, she might be that might might not be a bitch if she didn't kill her husband. Oh, she, I I still think she's probably a bitch. Well, I, I mean, I, she might be a delightful woman. She might have just had a, been a. She might have been the victim of poor editing. Really, by Jeff? The show. Really, Jeff? I mean, if, if the guy didn't die, that takes away a lot of the hatred of her. Yeah, I still am not a fan. I mean, you gotta you gotta cut her some slack. Yeah, that bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'll reserve comment on that till we find out if this is made up or not. Because it sounds made up. I mean, it could very well be made yeah. up. Yeah. Who was the? Uh... Although, why she would want to like? If here's the thing, 
why would you, if you're her and everybody in the world thinks that you killed your husband, and there's even law enforcement that is supposedly investigating this. Yeah. Why would you then want to put out a fake news article or a fake news piece? Misdirection. That's not good misdirection if but, it's very easily but verified. But if it gets into enough people's heads, they believe it. And then she's got, you know, 25, 30, 40% of the population that thinks, oh, she didn't do it. I don't think that's the case. She's tainting the jury pool. I'm pretty sure doing. at this point, the whole jury Allegedly. pool thinks that that bitch Carol Baskin fed her husband to the Tigers. I wonder if they'll refer to her that way in court if she's ever prosecuted. Exactly. <laughs> the people versus that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have I actual. Like I like it. I have actual cigar news. Really? Yeah, you I, do. I did my uh, due diligence. You know what? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Well, okay. So, our friends over at let's see here. Our friends over at Tobacco Business Magazine. Tobacco Business Magazine. They just put out a list. Of all of the legislation nationwide to kind of keep an eye on state by state. Oh God! Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go through these. Are you okay I, if I go through? Yes, these? but I will say I did just see, and I'm gonna bring it up as you do this. But it, there was a piece of positive cigar legislation. Oh no, no, there's news. some positive stuff mixed in here. Okay, okay. So, okay, so do 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 do. Okay. Indiana House Bill 1133 prohibits the sale of flavored tobacco products, including cigarettes and e-liquid. There is no exemption for menthol. Something tells me you're going to see a lot of flavor bands before yeah. this is all said and done all over. And it doesn't say uh, premium cigars one way or the other, but I'm guessing premium cigars. We're good. We are good. Thank you. And then, so next up. No, I'm fine. No, it's great. Shannon coming out. That was dear Shannon. Say hi. Make sure that we're not too warm. That was nice of her to come out and look at look after us. It is very nice. We have the heaters on. Shannon's delightful. If you're ever at Top Shooters, tell her we said hi. Very delightful. So Missouri, right across the river from us here in Southern Illinois. Oh boy, here we go. Senate Bill three fifty five. I find this one odd. Okay. It prohibits the sale or distribution of certain lighters. Really? Yeah. What kind of lighters? It does not say. Well, that feels so. Like if you want a deep dive, Senate Bill Thirty Three, I'm not going to Missouri. Dive, but anyway, but why are they? Are they? Is it because some of those torches are used for drug paraphernalia stuff? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe there's. I don't know. Maybe there's some that they've determined like blow up. Maybe they're going after them like the gas stoves. Possibly. What? Oh yeah, you sent me that stupid video. I saw that. Never Have you, mind. you? You? You know yeah. that the the. Like, Washington, D.C. is coming after your gas stove now. Wait, I thought that was actually a joke. No! No. Why? No, are, why the are, Democrats are coming after your gas stove. Why? Because it's an assault stove. What? It, they're, look it up. They're, you look that up Why I keep doing this. Yeah, it's insane. This is great. Riveting YouTube for people. It's just the two of us playing on our phones. Yeah. You know, um, join in. Uh, so, in Montana, Senate Bill 122 uh, includes a provision stating that the tax on cigars is less or is lesser of fifty percent of the wholesale price of the cigar, or ten cents per cigar. What the hell? So based on that, in Montana, it sounds to me like you aren't going to pay over ten cents in taxes on your cigar. That's a good thing. What the hell? You found it. Why is there debate about gas stoves? Because. 
we've got to regulate everything, Nick. It's the nanny state. Citing the fact that over 12% of child asthma cases in the United States are the result of gas stove usage. What the hell? Maybe it's because our kids are fat and they don't run and do things when they're young and they don't get their nice lungs all healthy and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making shit up. Right out of your ass. And let's be real. I'm not exactly the poster child of good ment- of good physical health, but I currently have an electric stove. I hate it. You can't cook right on an electric stove. You simply can't. Natural gas is a very clean burning fuel. Right? Why I'm is this, saying. Why is this a thing? Anyway. Because it's one more way for the liberals to control our lives. Anyway, why is it a thing now? Chef Andrew Gruel, a restaurant owner and television personality, taped himself to his gas stove in protest of a possible <laughs> gas ban. I didn't quite handcuff or chain himself to it, but yeah. I guess tape will work in a pinch. Other demonstrated by participating in a dangerous social media stunt in which they turned on the, all their burners on their stove and just let the gas run. <laughs> That's probably not a wise idea. Probably not. Yep. Okay, so back to cigars. Again, this comes to us from Tobacco Business Magazine. So, or or in this case, TobaccoBusiness.com. Okay. So, Nebraska, the Legislative Bill 24 and Legislative Bill 251 clarify the tax on cigars. Now, they also call it something Cheroots, C-H-E-R. O-O-T-S, okay. Schroots, is that how you would pronounce it? Whatever. I don't, I don't know. Right I, there. I mean, you read it, so like, okay. I Yeah, I don't know what that is. And they also specify, and stogies. So they separate cigars and stogies, and I don't know what the difference could be I don't there. know what the difference there is. I either, don't either. But anyway. Uh, that it's going to be 20% of the purchase price, except that the maximum tax imposed shall be 50 cents for each cigar. Um so I guess the maximum tax on a cigar in Nebraska is fifty cents, where Montana it's going to be ten cents. Go Montana! Yeah, I know, right? We're we're we're, we're taking a taking a road trip to Montana. Montana. Okay, so New Hampshire, <laughs> New Hampshire. Thank you. Uh, let's see. They they've got some weirdness. They're not going to do shit because Dave Garofalo is going to go up there all medium mafia style. Well, he needs to him, he needs to right go in. Nuts. So House Bill 531 changes the tax methodology for cigar or cigarettes, little cigars, and all other tobacco products, including electronic. Okay. So e-cigarettes. Uh, the commissioner of the department, okay, shall set the tax rate for tobacco and nicotine products to be a maximum of the lowest rate charged for the equivalent products in Massachusetts, Maine, and Vermont. So New Hampshire is just saying, we're not going to tell you what our tax is. We're going to wait and see what the people around us do. Then we'll do that. I, like, okay. it's goofy. But it's it's going to be the lowest of those three other states. They don't have a tobacco or a cigar tax in New Hampshire. Looks like they're about to. Nah, Dave will shut that down. Yeah, and a minimum of 8%. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Here's, below the lowest such rate. Here's what everybody needs to understand, and I'm, I'm calling upon my, my time in state government, you know, for this. We're in the very beginning of the year. This is the time when all these legislators... The stupid blooms. Just blast out pieces of legislation. This is the submission time. This is when everybody puts everything out there. And then what ends up happening is... 90% of these bills 
go to a committee and die and don't move on and yeah, because they're anywhere. fucking stupid. Exactly. This is where you're going to hear about all kinds of like, oh my god, they're trying to ban you know four legged chairs. They want us to have five legs, you know, yeah. and whatnot. And that's it, it would be like it would be like say Illinois trying to ban guns and magazines. Oh wait. Anyway, um, but the point is. This is it's when, not constitutional, you motherfuckers. Oh my god, Jeff! This is when. This is when <laughs> these, these. We have a Second Amendment for. Oh a my reason. god! This is when these legislators put out all kinds of stupid crap, and so I guess what I'm saying is, I'm saying the stupid crap that other states might theorize is what we do here in Illinois. Because we got to try to out liberal Chicago, or I'm sorry, California. Somebody's on a real rant today. Not anyway, a big fan of my state government. All I'm saying is this is the period of time that lobbyists like the PCA and everybody else, they should be working to prevent this stuff from going forward, obviously. You don't want to sleep on it, but you also need to keep your powder dry because some of this is like you said, some never of gonna this make is it out never of gonna make it out of committee. Precisely. Yeah. Unless it's Illinois and they'll pass it through. Oh my in the god, morning. Jeff. Oh my god, let it go. Because they're assholes. Let it go. Let it go. I can't let, let I, it go. I can't. Let it go. What movie? That was Frozen. Frozen. Okay. I didn't. I didn't even know if you'd get that. I literally was the one singing it. Yeah, but I didn't know if you knew the movie. I have a kid. John Travolta couldn't even say the singer's name. Okay. So anyway, back to New Hampshire. I, don't know if I could sing the singer. The uh, remember he butchered it on stage. And no, like introduced her, it's, she comes walking out, and it's like uh, it's not me. Truly doesn't. Matter. Anyway, it's a whole. It's it's no. it's part of the, you know, the iconic Hollywood moments. Anyway, House Bill Five Ten removes. Digging this La Aurora, I'll say my that much. God, back to New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Thank you. <laughs> Missed it the first time. This is so, what it's like when I'm trying to. God, it must suck to be you. <laughs> So House Bill 510 in New Hampshire removes the exemption for premium cigars from the tobacco tax. Garofalo, you got to get on that one, brother. Yeah. 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 Next up, we have North Dakota. Our friends in North Dakota. Dakota. House Bill 1357 prohibits the shipping, listen to this, of tobacco products to any consumer in the state by a seller located within or outside of the state. Oh, uh, they're trying to pull a Utah. Yeah. And basically, you can't get cigars shipped to your house anymore. All sales of products to the of tobacco products to the consumer have to be face-to-face transactions. Well, I mean, you know what? That's good for brick and mortars. It's bad for CI. So, I mean, there's... Bad for my monthly. That's true. It's yeah. bad for my monthly. It's bad for anybody who does shipping, you know. I mean, bad for Riverman shipping to North, yeah. North Dakota. So how, are, how how do you police that? Do you have a do you have a tobacco sniffing dog like at the FedEx plane? Re- I mean, what? Re- realistically, that's one of those measures where realistically you put it out there and you it, you you basically scare the ninety percent of do gooders in the world into not doing it because they're afraid of breaking the rules. Yeah. But then there's always going to be that percentage. In my instance here, I'm estimating about 10%. We're going to say, fuck it. And they're just going to do it anyway. Well, that's the thing. And, so let's and then say, at that point, that's going to slip through. Let's say somebody out there calls Riverman and buy, in, in theory, yeah, theoretically, calls Riverman, buys cigars, Dan ships them. They catch him in transit. 
are they going to come extradite Dan and arrest him in Missouri and take him? I mean, there might be come a, on. a fine or a fee that they might try and levy. But how can they impose a fee on somebody outside of their state? I don't think it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, look, dude, again, this is the silly season for legislation. This is where stupid ideas are put into practice and, you know, you it, it it's 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 just not tenable. You and I were talking about one just the other day. Illinois is discussing the prospect of a mileage tax. Oh, they're going to do it. Just they're not discussing. Stop for a moment. They're discussing the prospect of a mileage tax because Pritzker's pushing this electric vehicle initiative and everything here in the state, and they're worried that gas consumption is going to go down so much that they're going to lose so much in gasoline tax that we're going to need to institute a mileage tax. Yeah. Now, again, you and I were discussing this. How does Illinois know which miles I put on my car in Illinois and which ones I put like out of state in like Missouri? I'm not damaging Illinois roads by driving them if I'm driving all over Missouri. So why should my vehicle be taxed for miles driven in Illinois or in Missouri or Indiana or another state? That's the other thing. So if they impose the mileage tax. Are they going to get rid of the gas tax? Absolutely not. We're going to get double tax. But yeah. the point is, how do you regulate that? And the answer to that is... You move to Missouri. Well, the answer to that is, what they're going to do is they're just going to tax you for every mile, whether you did it in Illinois or not, which I feel is completely... And then you're going to have to prove, I bet... Completely yeah. and totally unfair. Yeah. Totally unfair. Now, I can prove it. I have an app on my phone that tracks all my mileage for my business and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And with that, it tracks drives and it tracks GPS location and everything. So I can go. I have a log on my phone that goes back years that I can show exactly where I drove and yep. when and all that. But does everybody have that? Does everybody, oh. is everybody? I mean, I pay $60 a year for that app. Yeah. Is anybody else going to do that? I don't have it. I mean. Yeah, I admit know, it freely. Whatever. I don't have it. Anyway. Neither here nor there. So but, anyway. But my point is, before everyone gets too worked up. Wrapped around the axle is it realize work. that a lot of this is stupid and it's not going to go anywhere. Okay. So Virginia, Senate Bill 90, 992, 992. Uh, it's the same as the House Bill 1417. Modifies the statutory rate on cigars to 10% of the manufacturer's sale price or thirty per, or I'm sorry, thirty cents per cigar, whichever is less. So Virginia, you're looking at a cap on your premium cigar tax of thirty cents. That's a good thing. Yeah, caps are good things. Yes, states should be pushing caps. Yes, yes. Now, next up, you have Washington State Senate Bill fifty two thirty nine would allow the Secretary of the Department of Health to restrict or prohibit the sale of flavored tobacco products. I'm telling you, you're going to see yeah. a lot of flavor bans. Uh, West Virginia, House Bill 2399, repeals provisions providing uh, employers, hold on, repeals provisions, oh, okay, repeals provisions prohibiting employers from discriminating for the use of tobacco products. A party filed. I don't know if you caught that. So you can't, uh, you can't use someone's tobacco use against them. If you're an employer in West Virginia, if this bill passes. That's a good thing. I think so. That's a good thing. And last but not least, Wyoming, uh, House Bill 58 increases the tax on cigarettes from 60 cents to $1.04 per pack. And Senate Bill 42 caps the tax on premium cigars at 30 cents. Okay. Another cap. Yep. I'm in favor of caps. And I didn't use 
everything that they listed because some of the stuff you know was more vape or cigarette, but bitch. that's all the stuff I found that touched premium cigars. So I wanted to bring that you know out to our listeners. Okay, cool. I have. Oh, plug in my phone again for the board. I have a piece of uh, news okay. that uh, dovetails with that. Okay, that was announced um, yesterday. So the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association, announced yesterday that the PCA actively supported um, the Waco, Texas City Council's effort to reverse a ban on opening new cigar lounges, and that it passed unanimously on January 17th. Um, PCA Director of State Advocacy Glenn Loop sent letters of support to the Council and Mayor's Office showcasing how the ordinance would generate local economic opportunity and ultimately create small business and jobs. Um, I guess... Basically, they- if I remember from reading this right, is the law was enacted, what, 2015? 2000, so anything before yeah. that was grandfathered in. Yeah, and you but from yeah. 2015 until now, um, you were not able to open any new cigar lounges in uh, Waco, Texas. But now that... They've gone through. They've they've been able to make their case, and um, it's one of those things. The ordinance doesn't become official until ten days after the council's vote. Interested business owners meeting the ordinance's requirements will be able to apply in the coming weeks to operate new cigar lounges in Waco, Texas. Okay. So then. you know what? Big shout out to not only Glenn Loop and the fine folks at PCA, yep. but also to the mayor and city council of Waco, Texas, for looking at the situation. With, um, you know, objective eyes and saying, you know what, this is silly. We can uh, create jobs and economic opportunity here yeah. in the city. If people don't want to go to these places, they don't have to go to these places. But for those that want to, we should have them available. So, Amen. Amen. And good job to the people of Waco, Texas. Yes. So, Also, you know, clearing out the Branch Davidians. Really? That's like going over to freaking Berlin and being all like, hey, good for you guys to get rid of Hitler. I mean, like, why would you want to like, why why bring up the negative parts of history? I told a friend of mine. Why bring up the negative parts of history? A friend of mine. Fuck, man. A friend of mine married a young lady from uh, from France. And at at the wedding reception, I walked over, gave her a big hug and reminded her that if it wasn't for us, she'd have been speaking German. Jesus. <laughs> Why? It Why? didn't go over like it was intended. God, I can imagine. <laughs> Something tells me that if you went down to Waco, Texas right now and just started asking people like, where is the Davidian compound? A, they'd probably be able to tell you. But B, <laughs> exactly. But B, I don't think they would appreciate that. What else is Waco, Texas known for? Name I, one thing. I'm sure Waco, Texas. Is no, a, name one thing. I'm sure it's a lovely town with lots of great little places that we don't know about. Other than Janet Reno driving a tank over Branch Davidians. What's it known for? Well, she also just scared the <laughs> piss out of Elian Gonzalez, too. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I um, used to love her dance parties. Janet Reno dance party. <laughs> <laughs> Time to come over to Janet Reno dance party. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, that was a great bit. I, I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I don't know. God, we're all over the damn place today. <laughs> all over the place. What do you get on the La Aurora? It's a good cigar. I don't think it's a medium to full mm. by any means. 
definitely not a full. I mean, Unless my palate's changing. I, maybe, this is a... maybe a light, medium, slightly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, mild to medium at best. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I do enjoy the cigar. It's a nice smooth smoke. Uh, some definitely some spice on the retrohale. Not anything that's like oppressive. I mean, I'm uh, you know, I I just did one and I'm not coughing up. Are alone. you are you so, ready to see if I'm good. shitting you? Oh, is it time for Gator to be shitting me or not? It may be. Okay. I still need to get a stinger put together for you on that. Okay. You know, I, I haven't done that yet. So hold um, on. Hold on. I mean, yeah, I don't have. I was looking to see if I had anything that was maybe appropriate for that, but I don't. So I believe I believe this is I'm trying to remember where this is. Hold on just a second. We are just so prepared today. I mean, between me shanking the Riverman ad and then you and I just looking up shit on our phone and everything. This is we're doing the show prep as we're doing the show. Well, so no, like, I, you know, no, I have it on my phone. I, I guess. OK, so in the United States of America. And I'm trying to figure out where this actually is, but I'm not seeing it. OK. It's somewhere out, like, in the desert area. It's out in the desert. There is a mud hole that has formed. Just It bubbles, just mud and water. Somebody and stomped a mud hole in somebody's ass? God. There's a mud hole. But the mud <laughs> hole is moving. Well, nobody likes a moving mud hole. <laughs> no. This mud hole is moving to the tune of, let me look here. About 20 feet a year. That's and a significant movement of a mud hole. Yes. And it's a giant mud hole. Okay. So to stop this mud hole, the railroad, because it was nearing railroad tracks, put up a five-story deep metal barrier to stop the advance of the mud hole. I don't know if that would work. And the mud hole went right through it. Why does the mud hole go through? Whoa. Am I shitting you? Yeah, I think you're shitting me. Feel like you're shitting me. I feel like you're shitting me. There's a mud hole. That's a moving mud puddle. Twenty feet per year. No one's ever went. Oh damn, this is riveting as I'm watching a video <laughs> on the show. So it's a moving mud. Damn, there is a moving mud hole. Yeah. You should post that to your Instagram. I will do that you right now. You should share that to the Naked Gator Instagram so that people can see this. Yeah. Yeah, guys, there's a moving mud hole. There's a moving mud hole. Yeah, look, All there's right, well, the barrier they put up. Now watch yeah. what happens. They heard a crack, <sighs> and it went right through the barrier. Wow. The mud hole was stronger than the barrier. And look, here here it is. They had to they had to get the train moved because it collapsed on the other side of it and started moving in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, they just gotta wait until that mud hole keeps on moving. Yeah. They'll have to repair the tracks, but it'll yeah. take them a couple of years till it's passed. I'll be damned. Yeah. So twenty feet a year moving mud hole. Oh we did. Who knew? I didn't. Meet the unstoppable moving mud hole. Let me see if I can find another story on it. That's so weird. I know. Why? I wonder what would be causing a moving mud hole. 
We just like saying, <laughs> we just like saying mud hole. <laughs> oh, um, oh my god! All right, well, that was that was fascinating. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is okay. Here, I can tell you exactly where it's at. National Geographic's has it. It's uh, um, I they said I, it. They said I'm, it's caused by the San Andreas Fault. Okay. So I'm guessing, is it in California somewhere? This is just, this is so riveting. Okay, fine. Move along. Okay. Yeah, now they're trying to get We all to need subscribe. to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron and Bandolero. If you're feeling fancy. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So, I, you know, this may not be a good one. They can't all be winners. <laughs> it's like getting candy corn out of your uh, your thing at Christmas. Are you still talking about a mud hole? Ah. Uh, uh, anyway, um, the advent calendar. They can't all be. They can't all be winners. On on uh, bad Santa. Why are you, why are you getting all, candy corn the, out of an advent calendar? Because he stole all—he stole all the candy out of the kid's advent calendar. Then woke up, realized he'd done it because he was drunk. So he refilled it with things from around the house. The kid like peels it open; <laughs> it's all taped up. And he goes, "It's a candy corn." And uh, uh, he looks at the kid. And he goes, "Well, it can't all be winners." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so they can't all be winners. So I had this one. Um, it was themed around my Carol Baskin story. Yeah. One must go. The Tiger King. The possibly misaligned, you know, misconstrued, misaligned. The Tiger King. That bitch Carol Baskin. Or Doc Antle. One must go. Was he the guy with the harem? He was the guy with the harem. Okay. One must go. You got to get rid of one from the rich tapestry of the Tiger King. Boy, it's been so long since I've seen it. I never saw the second one. Did you watch the second I one? I did watch the second one. Were any of them more sympathetic in the second one? Or Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, Tiger King himself is barely in the second one. Because let's be real, he's in prison. He's in prison, yeah. So not really too much going some, on there. Some would say he's already been the one that went. Um, then there was the special. There was the spinoff special that was all about Doc Antle. Did they do a Christmas special with dancing tigers? I wish. But no. Well, probably not, because then they probably would have had to shock those tigers to do it. Oh, God. Um, but no, they did a spinoff special about Doc Antle as well. Okay. I don't want to get rid of the harem guy, because I kind of want to be harem guy. He's exactly who I'm getting rid of. I want to be harem guy. Yeah. Really? I want a harem. Yeah. He was more of a cult, dude. I mean, I'm you just know. Just saying. Hey, I had my flirtation with Scientology, okay? That's true. I don't want to get into a cult. I, I just don't want to get into a cult. No. Look, there's a difference between being in a cult and being the leader of the cult. Mm. And being the leader of the cult, I would imagine, is far and away better. I would imagine it's way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Creed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm going with Doc Antle because I feel like you need... The dynamic of the Tiger King. Well, if you King don't have Tiger King, King you don't have a name of the show. But, but so what is it now? Just tigers? That bitch. Wow, Carol Baskin. Wow, I don't know. I don't know. 
Because <laughs> you need the dynamic of her. Because that's what that's yeah. what all the drama. Like the 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 cult guy was just thrown in as an afterthought. Like, was, oh, we need something else to fill space here. Well, and he gave like you know he was kind of like uh, kind of a character witness for Joe Exotic in a way. Is that helpful? I mean, I don't. Probably not, yeah. but, you know, but it's... You know, I'll go like, with you. We'll get rid of Harem Guy. I think we got to get rid of Harem Guy. Because otherwise you don't have a show. Well, yeah. Yeah. But but neither... But Did even, I ever tell you that oh, I met the Tiger King? me. I knew you were going to bring that up. It was in Marion, Illinois. All right. Well, like I said, they can't all be winners. The One Must Go <laughs> segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. Is that yep. your way of saying you... Well, I got one. I got what? a bonus one. You ready? Okay. United. United. I'm not going to play it yeah. again, but okay. What, a bonus one. Yeah. Smoke United. Okay. Smoke United. So do you get rid of the moving mud hole? <laughs> <laughs> the pulsating mud hole. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, moving, move along. <laughs> Smoke United. <laughs> it won't give you a mud hole. Um, Have we done the My Monthly ad yet? Because this would be the I, perfect I time. I did do the Damn My it. Monthly ad, but you're right. This would be a perfect time as we're talking about mud holes. Um, <laughs> no. So one thing we do need to discuss, uh, again, speaking of things I need to make stingers for. Yes. Um, um, we need to. Uh, we don't really have an. Uh, you, you're pushing for entertainment report. Yes. I don't. I don't really think that's relevant. I, mean, I, I think it should just be more like you know like. See, like I'm, we, I don't know. The point is, we need we we have our Villiger segment. Yes, the and, Villiger. And, 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 and the thing is, is that do you have a commercial for Villiger? I don't. That's the thing. I need to make that. I need to get that done this weekend. You guys, you guys, which is seriously, gonna, which is going to be a stretch since I've got my son this weekend. Go to so their like, website, seek out where they are around you, and if they're not around you, tell your local shops you want to have them. They're great they're cigars. Incredible sticks. Incredible cigars. Yeah, absolutely. And that Nicaragua, the the uh, Villager de Nicaragua, yeah, um, that we smoked on the show on Tuesday, mm-hmm. that's going to be hitting stores in the next couple weeks. It comes out first of the week. Yeah, you guys want to like you want to be watching for that. Yeah, if, if you're in, a, if you it have was a, a Nicaraguan shop, that I really like. If you have a shop that is near you that carries Villager, you're going to want to look into that because it's such a fantastic cigar, um, just really really good. So. Um, I have been tearing through Brooklyn Nine Nine lately. You know what? And have you I ever watched find, that? Yes, I watched it when it was originally on. I watched it. I have not gone back. Like it's not one that I wanted to binge watch. But Terry Crews is funny. In Terry that. Crews is like one of the best human beings. And yes. the reason that that's relevant is I listened to a podcast recently with him and dear god i hope i still have it on here this is riveting no i should have damn it i should have while you're doing that i'll do a i'll do a retro hail why did i not save this oh my god i didn't save it um peppery but not overwhelming on the on the retro hail you're further ahead than i am for once that's weird look at that you you've kind of been talking yeah it's true I did do the list. Okay, so there is a uh, show called um, The School of Greatness, hosted by Lewis Howes. Okay, never heard of it. 
The episode came we out. We are crooked, by the way. I know. Yeah. The episode came out on April 25th of 2022. So if you're going to wherever you go and get podcasts and, and listen to podcasts. Be After at, you listen to ours. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, <clears throat> there's more hours in the day than just what you and I can fill. Um, go and look for The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. The episode's April 25th, 2022, and it's Terry Crews talking about overcoming toxic toughness and finding true power. And, dude, you realize through this episode, like, A, all the shit he went through growing up and how he had to, like, completely change his mentality yeah. in order to th- survive and thrive in the real world. Like, he was it, – it, it's, it's just – it's a really great show – and you hear some really great life lessons that come from it. And I need to look this up. I thought it was fantastic, but it gave a whole different side and perspective to Terry Crews. And I'm a big Terry Crews fan. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, he's cause, funny because dude, he's not only funny and he's not only obviously like, you know, he's very, like, you know, you look at him and you're thinking, ah, oh, he's just a big muscle bound dude. You know, he's funny. He's smart. But he's a like he's an artist. Yeah. You know, if you follow him on Instagram, I mean, he he draws and he does all sorts of like wonderful artwork. I mean, the guy's a total renaissance man. He just came out with like a children's book. He's got his own book and everything. I mean, the guy's he, he, all over the place. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big Terry Crews fan. So I've been watching I liked him ever of, since White Chicks. Right. He was President Camacho in that's, Idiocracy. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> that's right. He was. Yeah. Oh, man, we're living in idiocracy right now. Uh, anyway, but the, the point country's is lost its damn mind. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> the point is, though, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and um, the other person that I just absolutely love on there is um, and I ju- my mental train just went. Pfft. It's a Doug Judy is the character. Um, he's a reoccurring criminal. That comes okay. along, but um, who is the guy? Who is the warehouse guy in the office? Oh, oh! You know exactly who I'm talking about. He was also in the the one about the end of the world that was so stupid. Um, Craig, it? Craig, something, Craig Robinson. Yes, yes, I think. I think that's it. Um, he plays Doug Judy, and dude, <laughs> like he's like this like thief, and dude, the guy's just hilarious. I love that show. It. it I, I'm a big Brooklyn Nine Nine fan. Yeah. So, and anyway, I, I'm telling you, I talked about it, it late, but I, well, whatever. no, I Eventually. mean, you know, it, 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 long as you found it, I will say, and I talked about it on the last show. I'm going to talk about it on this show. If you're not watching Tulsa King, you are missing out on some of the greatest television. I yeah. Taylor Sheridan. Is just a rock star. I now I have not. Correct me I, if I'm wrong. I watched the first season of Yellowstone. Did he do Mayor of Kingston? He, I don't know. You'll have to look here. You look that up. Oh God. So he has done <clears throat> 1883. Um, now he's got 1923 and Yellowstone. I think he did do Kingston. Kingstown, by the way. Is it Kingstown? Yeah, not Kingston. Yeah, it's Kingstown. But um, he's also done the Tulsa King. And it's He's I mean, a writer. He's a writer. The writing's it. incredible on the he, show. He's a writer on um Mary Kingstown. 
And was, Sylvester it was, Stallone. It was created by Taylor Sheridan and Hugh Dillon. I swear, Taylor Sheridan is just all over TV right now. That guy, I mean, he owns it, too. He's good. Yeah. I mean, like, everything he's up to right now, it seems to be just killing it. Oh, no. And I'll be honest, And yeah. here's the other thing. And I'm going to say this. Everything he touches turns to gold. I'm going to say this. I didn't really, for the longest time, everybody was like, oh, my God, you got to watch Yellowstone. And in all fairness, I still have not watched Yellowstone. Yeah. But everybody's been saying, oh, my God, you got to watch Yellowstone. Why didn't anybody tell me that it was about a, essentially the cowboy mafia? Why yeah. didn't Why didn't anybody tell me that? I thought it was just about people on a fucking ranch, and I'm just like, why do I want to watch? More why do I want to watch that? I had no idea that it's essentially the cowboy mafia with Kevin Costner. That's bad. It's like Sopranos meets freaking Unforgiven. I mean, yes, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. It's like I True mean, Grit. Why would I not watch that? Yeah. But nobody told me that's I mean, what it was Scarface. about. Scarface. I had no idea. Yeah. So now it's on my list. I'm going to watch it because now I know it's a mafia thing. And you, I mean, I, I like the mafia well, stuff. Dude, so like, that's the I thing had with no Tulsa idea. King. It's mafia. I know it is, and I'm gonna get to it. But my God, here there is too much good stuff coming out right now. It is not possible, which is to weird because the last three or four years we've had shit to watch. It is not. It, it well, no, I think it. I think what happened. I think when COVID hit and everybody started having time and streaming a lot, I think every, all the media companies were like, "Oh shit, we got to." pump out a bunch of stuff yeah and i think we're starting to see all that stuff come out but now we're not in a pandemic anymore well, you none of us have time to watch anything but anymore. you could make the argument now, the stuff they're pumping out that you know maybe that's how taylor sheridan or whoever else had time to write this they had i mean we took a year and a half off of life maybe maybe a lot of this stuff was created in that space maybe i don't know because you're point, right there's a lot of good stuff out right there's now. a lot of good tv shows out there not so much movies, but TV shows. And it's hard to keep up with it all. Man, I'll tell you, if you wanted to win an Oscar, the last couple of years would have been the time to do it because no there was shit. no competition. No shit. Yeah. No we should have made just a digital short and we could have won. I mean, we won't only have to have it played in a in a movie theater. Yeah. It's Mary. Mary. How are you, Mary? Hi, Mary. How are you? We're you want to come say hi? I will. Mary's going to come say hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. Life's good. 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 Thursday. It is Thursday. We always tell people we're coming to them from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooter for our fireside chat. Oh, yeah. Fireside yeah. chat. <laughs> <laughs> we we're are good. good. Thank yes. you for checking. Thank you. Mary's um, good people. Very good people. So, yeah, so there's just too much good TV out there. And so I'm going to miss stuff. I'm behind on stuff that I like. Like, there's been at least one, maybe even two seasons of Billions that have come out since I watched that. And I mean, I burned through that. Yeah. And I haven't gotten back to it. I need to get back to it. I haven't done that yet. So, I mean, there's some good TV. But anyway. Absolutely. And But like I said, dude, you're going to love Tulsa King. Okay. You are absolutely. Do you know the premise? It's a mafia guy that goes to Tulsa. Can I at least tell you how it starts? No. Without a no, 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 no. You I'm need gonna, to know. I'm going to watch well, why it. Why don't you turn off your headset I'm and I'll tell wa- everybody no, else. No, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. It'll be fine. Don't spoil. You want to spoil shit. Don't spoil shit. You're telling people to watch it. Don't spoil it. Sliced alone is at his best. Okay. I'm I'm glad. So Yeah. Okay. Well. Because you could make fun of him. I mean, he essentially played the same guy back in the 80s. He was Rocky. 
he was Rambo. You know, it's, but it's true. This like he's got he's got depth in this. Okay, and I mean I was a Sly Stallone fan. I've like I've Sly liked the uh, what like, what is like the Stallone. the other one the the uh, not not in the, uh, God the movies he just made recently. Oh my God, yeah. The Expendables. Is that it? Yeah, I didn't watch any of those. Oh, dude, those are. I mean, yeah, if I you like the old either. '80s action comedies, yeah, you'll like them, and they bring back all the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Schwarzenegger. You've got. I, uh, I know we're all aware of. The okay, fine. <laughs> I was excited to talk about it. No, I get it. I'm but, just saying, those, but, you, know, you know, those those are the meathead you know movies that I grew up on as a kid. It's true, but this show has got a lot of depth to it. And there, I mean, the, you peel the onion here. There's a lot of layers to the show. Okay. It's really good. Well, I will have to check it yeah. out. And while I'm checking it out, I will be smoking a Villiger cigar because, by God, the Villiger, Villiger cigars, Villiger. they go wonderful when sitting outside in the ice tent and watching TV. Yeah. So, Or in your lounge or on your patio or wherever you're sitting and smoking a cigar while watching something. Eight of the men. There you go. The Villiger. Villiger. Well, it is Friday. So it is time for Final Third Friday with Broccoli Rob and Isaiah. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and throw it over to those guys. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Welcome back to Final Third Friday, Pulpit. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we are going to be pairing the Rojas Statements Robusto this is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler, and it's a full-bodied cigar. Yeah, and we're pairing that today with a, an MGP-sourced whiskey from uh, Backbone Whiskey Company. It's 127 proof, and it's finished in Imperial Stout Barrels. This thing, we chose it specifically for this because of the chocolatey notes in it, because this whiskey, after having sit in uh, the Imperial Stout Barrel, picked up a beautiful chocolatey quality. And uh, literally, when we tried it the first time, we were like, oh, that's a Whopper. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Malted milk balls, baby. Malted milk balls. So. Yeah, and when you when you get the cold draw off this cigar, you're getting this dark, like like dark chocolate cocoa, um, a little bit of the raisiny quality or dates, something like yeah. that. And um, you, you get a lot of that. But then when you get into the whiskey itself, it pulls out all the dark. Why, Chris? <laughs> no, it gets into the um, yeah. We're we're smoking your cigar. Yeah, we um, we, we get in. Uh, you get more into the uh, that that whopper with a little bit of caramel on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a really beautiful pairing um, together. You get a lot of the the sweetness. The cigar itself, you know, it has a black pepper on the retrohale, but it's not like a spicy black pepper. It's, it's more really of the flavor. Not. Yeah. In the second third of that cigar, it turns into more of a toasted uh, chocolate graham crackery. And that uh, that whiskey, really, it brings out a lot of the caramel in here. It does. As you get into the final third on this cigar, that, that graham cracker, that chocolate graham cracker note on the palate keeps getting a little bit more charred, a little bit more toasted, and that retrohale is sure to kick up. It really does. I mean, it becomes a toasted, salted, caramel-covered, malted milk ball. Yeah, I mean, and and the cool thing about the whiskey after you after you do a you know a night, take a nice little draw off your cigar, the the whiskey becomes very sweet. You're talking 127 proof, and yeah. this stuff tastes like in the mid 90s, and it just it 
it warms up the mouth, the throat, the chest, but you get all the caramel and chocolate and maltiness of the water milk ball. It's just, it's delicious. It's fantastic. Yeah. And honestly, once you get to the final third, it really doesn't change much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get, you get a little bit more toasty on the on the cigar, but all it does is it makes the whiskey that much sweeter. It really does. So this is a fantastic pairing. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I know you guys are a wider audience. This is probably a pairing that you could probably only pull off in the greater Indianapolis area. More than likely. Because it's a very regional release of the whiskey. But and it was a single barrel release. So If you haven't had the Rojas statements, you absolutely should. Yeah. Uh, really, a lot of the stuff coming off from Rojas is fantastic. It really so. is. So, Well, thanks a lot, guys, again. We will see you next week. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. And you can hit me up on Instagram at The Whiskey Pastor. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. 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 Well, what else do you have on the agenda? Or is it time I mean, for the socials? I think it's time for the socials, All buddy. Right. Well, we are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, any KKID Gator. That is my page. And that's where you can see the traveling mud hole video because... I don't know. I, I can share it to my story. How do, I don't know how to share it to my wall. Well, you're going to share I don't understand your, how any of that works. I mean, I guess you just share it to your story. I can share it to my... I'll share it to my story. Share it to your story. But I can't do it now because it'll cycle off the story you'll, by the time... Well, you'll have to do it... Like tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Meaning? When the episode comes when out the on Friday. When the episode comes out. So. Yeah, so text me and remind me. So you guys better listen to this on Friday. Text me to put up the video of my mud <laughs> hole. Well, and see, here's what you could do. Here's what you could do. Send it to me as a private message. Okay, and you can also share my mud hole. And then what can happen is people can DM you and you can just share it with them. Okay. There I you can go. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then listeners just blow up his inbox. Yeah. Not with dick pics. And then you guys can share my mud with, hole. Not with dick pics, but with requests for the mud hole. Although it would be really funny if all of you started sending him dick pics. I'm not No, lie. it would not <laughs> would be, be amusing that at would all. Be really, really That would be that would be very, you know what, you, you very know what I just amusing heard? to me. You know what I just heard? <laughs> Nick wants to see dick pics, but no. he won't ask for them himself. No, no, no. I think this would be. And you know, I got one guy in no, mind please. right now. Please I got, don't I got, send me a dick pic. I got one guy in mind right now that I think would be so funny because he tried to get you to say penis on the show. Oh, my God. I don't want to see and his wiener. And he just heard me say that, and he knows exactly who he is. <laughs> <laughs> He was obsessed with getting me to say wiener or, or penis. Yeah. 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 I danced around it. I danced around the penis. Is it like a maypole? <laughs> Tying a ribbon around it? <laughs> I had a streamer. <laughs> uh, start calling you Mr. Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners group. And we've had a lot of people joining that here lately. It's been great. Um, and then we have, um, Twitter where I don't really do much of anything. Kind of waiting to see what happens there. Yeah. Kind of feels like Twitter. We want to see how it susses out. Kind of feels like Twitter has the potential to either come out of this and be a better platform or it has the potential to, uh, MySpace. flame out and die like May- MySpace. Yeah. yeah. So, um, kind of waiting to see how that goes before I jump in full bore. Cause, uh, I don't want to get attached to a platform that's just going to disappear on me. Like Facebook. That's coming, baby. Oh, yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. 
I think, I, I personally, I think I'd be, I, aside from the parishioners group, I'd be perfectly fine with Facebook dying of slow death. Yeah. Um, I think it is. Yeah. I think it currently is. Instagram, I feel bad about. And to be honest, I would hope that somebody good would, would purchase Instagram and keep it going. Because I like Instagram. Of all the platforms, Instagram's my favorite. Yeah. I like looking at the pretty pictures. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, whatever. Well, a friend then, of mine. Then we're, uh, Just to finish, we're also on YouTube where you can watch this stuff. And guys, we need your calls for Ask the Boys. There is one person in particular, and I looked and saw who it is, and I know who it is. And guys, we need it. Bunch of calls for Ask the Boys because this person is blasting the phone line. So area code 863-874-0000. Make sure you get your calls in so that it's not exclusively a show by one caller because we have some calls, but there's one guy who's banking up a ton of them, and I know exactly who it is, and we need to diversify up a little bit. We may have to add him protocol at some point. We'll see how the calls go. We'll see how they go. Yes. No, I, I had a friend the other day, and we're not going to say who, because I don't want, because you sick twitches will go out and search and try well, to find people. Not me, so I don't know who other friends you have, but anyway. But this friend shared a memory, a picture of me and one of my staff members. Oh, I know three who of us, it was. On Facebook, and got banned from Facebook for 22 days for sharing a picture of us. In all fairness. And nothing, I mean, none of that makes sense. In all fairness, I mean, it was a picture of you. That And that's it. Yeah. Did, is Facebook shadow banning me specifically? Because I'm not sure they're not. It's possible. Yeah. Be kind of funny. I think Zuckerberg must listen to us and, you know, really be butthurt. Okay. Yeah. Well. Because there was nothing in that picture offensive. No. It was just three people walking down the street. Skipping down the street in the most Stupid way possible. <laughs> it's true. Yep. So yeah. anyway. But yeah, got um, a 22 day ban for that. It's like nothing makes sense. I think I'm still seeing them in my feed, though. So I don't know how well that ban is working. True. So I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's the socials. So get your calls in because yes. the Ask the Boys episode is coming up uh, rapidly. If it's not this next episode it's going to be the one a week from this next episode so you know we need your calls so make sure you get your calls in we like i said i think i think i have like 20 something calls banked up from four people and i think three of them have called once oh god so if that explains anything was it teddy on his potato phone it was not teddy on his potato okay phone. it was not teddy on his potato phone i think i think one of the calls might be teddy but i don't think all of the calls are teddy but Fair uh, but yeah, guys, come on, please help us out, please. <laughs> Teddy and his potato phone. You know, like we haven't heard from who have we not heard from lately? We haven't heard from Chris. We haven't heard from uh, Christian Big yeah. Polka. We haven't heard from uh, Barbell's Beers. Now you're calling him out by name. Um, I brr, I don't know if I have one from Noah on there actually. Uh, you know, there's there's Luke. Um. You know, my monthly. Lupe. Lupe. Haven't heard from Lupe in quite some Where time. Where are you, Lupe? Um, who else have we not? Well, there, there are a number of people that this we have almost heard aggressive. From. Well, no, I just, I want to, I want to, yeah, I mean, I'm going to. We're calling them out by name. Point some out, you know. It's like, look, guys, you know, just 
Get some calls in, please, because otherwise it's going to be the – I'm not going to call – you guys are going to find out real rapidly who it is, but yeah. I'm not going to call him out now. But I don't even know. But, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's dominant at this point. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, we asked people to call in. They called in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so make sure you get calls in. Area code 863-874-0000. Here we go. So what are we getting on the La Aurora? I am uh it, I do I'm it, not quite to the the final third of it yet. I'm there. I'm I'm smoking a little slow. Yeah. But but it's smoking great. It is. It's, I mean it's had an impeccable burn line. I burn mean, line has that. been razor tight. I did, I will admit, I did shank the wrapper when I took the uh, band off. I saw you dicking with it. Yep. Yeah. And but um, but I, I I'll be honest, I licked burned, it, burned it stuck back it. down, burned right past it. Um the draw on it's been really good. That was great. my fault. Smoke productions on it's been really good. I mean, flavor wise, kinda well, what would you say? A little little slightly creamy. Yeah. Some some earthiness and yeah, spice. Yeah, it's got to it's it. got a good Connecticut flavor to uh-huh. it. Um, it. Yeah, it's it's a really and and I will say, you were saying that you don't believe it's a medium to full. I don't believe it's a full, but I do say getting to this point in the cigar yes, at about building. the final third, I would say I would say this is a solid medium now. I would say this yes, is a medium. Yes, the pepper has built. It is built, and the body of the cigar has built up to the point that I would say, with with confidence, this is a medium-bodied cigar. Yeah. But, I mean. But it, the first two-thirds were pretty pretty mild for me. Like, I worked into this cigar first one of the day. It's not the most mild cigar I've ever had. Well, not but no, it, not the most mild, but it's, it's, but it's, it's mild to medium at best. Mild-ish. It's more medium now. But given the fact that this is my first cigar of the day, you're right. Exactly. Yep. It was a good way to start off. And I'm, I mean, I'm digging it. There's a lot to this cigar that I'm really enjoying. There you go. And so, again, it comes to us from our friends over at MyMonthlyCigars.com. My Look at the box. Yeah. Pretty pretty blue box. Yep. I need uh, I need to bust out some. I, I'm, I'm running low on my fucking good coffee. Mm. And I've been saving it for probably for Saturday morning. You know, to to bust out because I think I'm down to maybe two pots worth of coffee left. Like Saturday morning, because this one I can sit and enjoy it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. Although this weekend I'm probably going to be running around like a maniac. My editor's out of town Friday and Saturday. Uh oh. So yeah. Oh yeah. And with yeah. that being said, I am uh, most likely going to be covering most or if not all of the sports that go on. Okay. Well. So yeah, you'll you'll be seeing me coming and going here and there. All right. Well, I uh, I'll be just doing fun stuff with a raging, energetic six-year-old. Yes, figure daddy time. I have no idea what we're gonna do. We'll figure it out. Yep. So it'll be fun. You'll you'll come up with something. Oh yeah, we'll come up with something. You've always got some sort of activity. We always come up with something. You've been you you've gone to what is the Magic House quite a bit. No, I've gone to the Magic House once. I've done the aquarium a handful of times. Yeah. Kid loves fish. Loves the aquarium. And uh, have you done the zoo? Uh, no, it's been too cold. Yeah, I'll tell um, you though, that's some of the best times to go. It, no, if, I, if you can do it because you, that's any, when the animals are active and there's dude, less people. I will say this to anybody who ans- it listens: if you're in the St. Louis area and you want to go to a world class free, yes, free zoo, go to the St. Louis Zoo, and if you're gonna go, go on it like on a weekday. During the day yeah. in March. Yeah. And it's because it's cool enough out that the animals are super active. And it's early enough in the year that you don't have field trips yet. So there's yeah. not a shit ton of kids running around all over the place. 
Because that's the one thing. You go on the weekends, it's nearly oh, it, impossible it, to find a parking uh-huh. space within a mile of the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. I've actually taken Christy and Addy, or Kristen and Addie, and like one of Addie's friends. I was going to ask who Christy was. Kristen and Addie. <laughs> I, I blurred that together. Um, but I've dropped them off, let them go in, and then I just went over like to the hill or somewhere, smoked a cigar, yeah. and came back and picked them up. Because there was no chance to even park the car. And they didn't want to hang out with you anyway. Well, no. <laughs> I'm there for transportation and meals. So. <laughs> Just going to let it all go. Anyway. um, All right. Well, I uh, I give the La Aurora um, a two, two thumbs up. I'm oh, digging yeah. It. I'm digging it. Yeah. It's a good cigar. I give it one thumbs up because I'm holding the cigar with the other thumb. It's valid. Yeah. That's it, otherwise, it would be two thumbs. Well, I mean, you could. We can do this. We can each do a thumb. Hey, now it's now. Yeah, oh, it's three thumbs up. Because he, 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 yeah. So. Hold your cigar like a man. <laughs> I, I, I don't have it in like a big cigarette holder thing. <laughs> one of those one of those fancy pin things with all the beads on it. You know to yeah. I don't Start have one con- of those. Well, who is a breakfast at Tiffany's chick? Come on, I know who it was. Who is it? I'm asking. I can't remember her name. Not Hathaway. That's no. the newer one. No, um, but but honestly, Anne Hathaway does resemble her. Yes. What is her I name? I want to see how long it takes you to come up with this. Oh, God. What is her name? We'll always have breakfast at Tiffany's. She's gorgeous. Yes, she was. I know. She's still alive. Nah, I don't look that up. believe so. I don't know. I, don't, I think she has passed. I don't believe so. Who is it? Hold on. Come on. Just tell me. I'm no, struggling I, here. You'll, you'll come um, up with it, and you'll feel better about yourself. Na- it's not Natalie. Not right? Natalie Portman, no. I'm, I didn't mean Natalie Portman. I mean, I know it's, it's an older movie. I'm aware. Um, um, God, what is her name, though? Oh, my God. I'm going to kick my ass. Do you want to see a picture? No, I I can visually see her in my mind right now in that black dress holding the cigarette holder with the cigarette in it. If if it helps, Mickey Rooney was in it. That doesn't help at all. And he was very offensive. Yeah. Is that the one where he dressed as the Asian guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was very offensive. Um, Yeah. Audrey? Audrey Hepburn. God damn it. Yes. I hate, uh, I hate when I brain fart uh, like that. I've been having that a lot this morning. My brain is not working right this morning. Yeah. So it's pretty good that I really don't have too much work to do today. Yeah. Because, like, my brain is not firing correctly today. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there uh, you go. Well, it's been a show. It has indeed been a show. Well, guys. By the way, Audrey Hepburn is a delicate flower. Thank you, George Costanza. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Now, speaking of Seinfeld. Yes. You caught some shit for the last episode. I did. Would you like to clear the air at this moment? Okay. So, first of all, my first Seinfeld reference that I took an intentional pass on. Yes. Was the black and white cookie. Yes. We were talking about the black 
the black and the, white cigars. Yeah, from from uh, from uh, West Tampa. Tampa Tobacco. And I didn't want to bring up the black and white cookie because that inevitably leads into a story about vomiting, which is not appropriate. Which is part of the show. Which is not appropriate. So I purposely when you have skip the that. gentleman Rick Rodriguez on as we're talking about his cigars. It's not appropriate yes. to discuss black and white. But and also vomiting. at the I end agree. of the cigar, there was another potential reference about soup. Yes, when I said the soup is not a meal. Yeah. Soup is not a meal. Soup is a meal. Soup is not a meal. Soup is a meal. Soup is not a meal. Thank you, Banyan. <laughs> Soup is not a meal. <laughs> Why did you take a pass on that? You know, I was just kind of done. <laughs> <laughs> Severely off my game. But yeah, the the black Fair and enough. white cookie reference with Jerry when they <laughs> when he was, you know, like it, it's a whole thing, but he ends up throwing up and I didn't want to I didn't think that was appropriate with a guest on. Fair enough. All right. Well, but the soup is a meal I shanked. I just wanted to give you an opportunity since you did catch the I admit it for that. Now, you know what I didn't do? Oh, and I God. purposely saved for the Easter egg. Your dad joke? It was my dad joke. Oh, God. Yes. Dad joke time. Okay. So. It's like a show after the show. What's the most popular fish in the ocean? I don't know. Starfish. Oh. I thought you were getting dirty there for a minute. I do like starfish. Later, guys.